Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everybody, I'm Steve and I'd like to welcome you all to this Coach House Beacon. As I sit down to write this beacon, I feel quite replete, having just polished off this year's substantial helping of pancakes. I expect that I'm not alone in this, although I know that by the time you hear this beacon, we will already be three days into the Lent period. I wonder what you had on your pancakes this year. Did you stick with the traditional lemon and sugar, or maybe syrup, or jam, or maybe something savoury like cheese or Brussels pâté? I had lemon and sugar, but I also tried something different, Biscoff spread. It certainly was different, a bit too sticky really, so I'll probably give that one a miss next year. Of course, Pancake Tuesday and Lent are one of the most recognisable parts of the church's annual calendar. Living in a country that has a Christian heritage means that most people are aware of the meaning of Lent, or at least I think they are. Perhaps the younger generation is starting to forget what Lent is all about and maybe they just concentrate on a sweet treat that comes round once a year. Generally speaking, evangelical churches such as ours don't celebrate Lent as such. We only participate in it in much the same way as any non-Christian would. So, what is Lent and where did it come from? Well, the first thing to note is that it does have a basis in Scripture. The original idea was that Christians had to prepare themselves for Easter by fasting and confessing their sins. The period chosen for this was to be 40 days, which represented the 40 days that Jesus fasted for whilst he was in the wilderness. Now the Bible doesn't tell us at what time of year Jesus was in the wilderness, but as John tells us about all three of Jesus' trips to Jerusalem for Passover, we do know that it definitely wasn't immediately before Passover, and Passover was celebrated on the same day as we now celebrate Good Friday. So where did the name Lent come from? Well, as with all things linguistic, <coughs> we can trace it back to an old English word, Lenkton, which over time became shortened to Lent. The old English language came from a northern Dutch dialect, and interestingly enough, they still use the word lente today, which means spring, as in the season. So lent simply means spring. And this is amazingly accurate this year, as the change from the very cold weather to the milder spring weather happened the day before Pancake Tuesday. So why do we eat pancakes? Well, this comes from the fact that Lent was a period of fasting. Flour, milk and eggs were among some of the items that were given up. And it's no coincidence that pancake batter is made from these three ingredients. Now the mathematically minded amongst you may already have worked out that <clears throat> from Ash Wednesday to Easter Saturday is actually 46 days and not 40. Well, this is because the fast observed on Sundays, and since there are six of those in the 46-day period, 
So there would be only 40 actual days of fasting. During the fast, it was customary to eat only one meal, and that would be in the evening each day. So when did all this come about and why? Well, it's widely thought that it was first codified at the Council of Nicaea in the year 325 AD. This meeting was an important one in setting down many of the rules about the way that the church would be run. And it was definitely the meeting at which the date for Easter was set. So it's likely that they also discussed <coughs> the idea of Lent, even if it wasn't actually formalised. Now, the reason for this annual event, along with other parts of the church calendar, is because people needed a much more visual way of understanding the Bible. You see, most people couldn't read the Bible for themselves. And the idea that people had specific times for reminding themselves that they were sinners and needed God's forgiveness seemed like a good thing to do. So then, what about the name for Pancake Tuesday? It's actually called Shrove Tuesday. The word shrove is the past tense of the verb shrive, which means to be absolved, or put simply, to be forgiven. It's still a common practice in the Catholic Church today to go to confession on Shrove Tuesday. Now, the practice of having an annual calendar event is not one that the Church invented. In fact, it was invented by God himself. When the Israelites were heading for the promised land, God gave Moses a whole load of instructions. These are generally referred to as the law, or the Torah in Hebrew, and these covered most aspects of life and behaviour, and are now to be found in our Bibles as the books of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Contained within these books were the instructions for festivals such as Passover, Harvest and Shelters. Now the thing about these, um, these festivals was that they all had the same purpose. Indeed the whole law had one purpose and this was to remember the Lord our God. You see, God knows what we're like. He knows that we are inclined to go off on our own way to get involved in our own affairs and to forget the good things that God has done in our lives and also in the lives of those around us. Such festivals concentrated on listening to the law being read aloud by the priests and on practising hospitality, making sure that those who had the least were well looked after. In the days of Moses, God was expecting the Israelites to remember that he had brought them out of Egypt. It was the rescue of his people from the Egyptian slave masters that they were to remember. Today it is Jesus who we're remembering. The Apostle Paul wrote in his second letter to his friend Timothy, Always remember that Jesus Christ, a descendant of King David, was raised from the dead. This is the good news I preach. We're fortunate that we have the opportunity to celebrate this as often as we like. In particular, when we share in the communion service on a Sunday. The instruction that Jesus gave us was recorded by the Gospel writer Luke. At the Passover meal, Jesus took a loaf of bread and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this 
to remember me. So we can see that in the days before Jesus, we were to remember God's deeds in rescuing his people. But after Jesus, we are just simply to remember him. Whether we choose to observe Lent in any particular way or not is not important. It's okay to give something up or to fast whenever we want. It's also okay not to observe Lent at all. What is important is that we remember that our sins are forgiven and our future after death is secure if we believe that Jesus is who he says he is and that he died and rose again. I guess we would do well to remember this every day and not just for the 40 days of Lent. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.